The Spiritual Surgery Podcast with Paula Mary, international psychic medium and healer. The Spiritual Surgery Podcast is a development show focusing on techniques, debates, guests, and much more. To get in touch, email spiritualsurgery at thepsychicclinic.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spiritual Surgery Podcast. I am Paula Mary, and today we talk all about Reiki. And if you're wondering, yes, this is a development show, and if you're wondering what is Reiki, oh, I'm a bit interested in it. Well, today you'll know everything that you need to know about Reiki because my guest today is Annie Harmstone and she is a Reiki master teacher. She trained with Reiki Evolution in 2005 to levels one and two and after five years of practicing decided to go on to qualify as a master teacher in 2010. Since then, she has been teaching Reiki at all three levels, both privately and through Reiki Evolution. Though the pandemic has put a halt to running classes face-to-face, Annie has continued to teach via Zoom and Skype, and she's known in the Reiki world as the master of the distant healing. And this has opened up another way to teaching. And though wary at first, it has actually gone quite well and opened up a whole new world. So without further ado, I welcome Reiki master teacher Annie Harmstone. Hello. Hello. Good evening, everyone. Hello, my love. And how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Fantastic. So we're here to know all about Reiki. So Annie, the first question, what is Reiki? Oh, now. (laughs) Reiki is a simple Japanese energy system that anyone can learn. And by using it, it enables us to experience peace of mind and inner calm, relieve stress and anxiety, and it can bring a sense of balance and wholeness. We can also use it to help family and friends and let go of emotional baggage. It can also help to explore your spiritual side if you're just starting out yes. it is actually quite one of the a good practice to start with yes no absolutely and I agree with that I think you know when we're thinking oh I really want to be a healer I think Reiki is a really mm, good tool it's to a start. really good starting point fantastic so Annie what is the origin of Reiki well Reiki was developed by Mikao Sui in the early 1900s and originally his system didn't have a name. The name came later. Asui himself was a very well-known and popular healer in Japan, and all of his students were treated by him personally. But he would give them empowerment so that they could self-treat in between appointments with him. Fantastic. No, that's really good. So what can Reiki do for you? So if I said, oh, you know, what what can it do for you? How can it enhance your life? Oh, it, it, it's just amazing on all levels, really, because... A number of students just train to level one and this is the level of cleansing and self-healing and they just stick with that because it's very simple. It's all about opening up to the energy through receiving what we call raise you empowerments, which are simple connection rituals, which once connected stay with you. So you are permanently then connected to the Reiki source. The cleansing and self-healing are carried out through meditation and also where possible 
live the Reiki affirmations. There are five affirmations, but, you know, people will have to inquire if they want to go that deep. (laughs) So level one is not about treating others. But once you get the bug, it's time to train to level two. Wow. Which is practitioner level. And with that, you can treat people, treat others, not only friends and family, but, you know, be a proper practitioner and even have a clinic if that's the way you want to go. But that's working more with focus, uh, focusing on intuition and intention. So, for example, because it's a hands-on technique, though some practitioners do hover their hands rather than touch the client. Yes. When placing your hands on or hovering over a client, you use your intuition to guide them to where the Reiki is needed and intend that it will work for the highest good of the client. Yes. And help with whatever the issue is. So it works on an emotional and a physical level. Fantastic. So how does someone train to be a Reiki practitioner, Annie? Well, the way I work with with training through Reiki Evolution originally, I actually use their teaching materials for my private clients um, as, as well as work for them. So to begin with, you have a manual and CD or MP3s for home study, and that can be for as long as you want it to be. Um, simply because you can learn at your own leisure, yes. go through everything. But if you've already booked a one-day course, the live course, five, six weeks preparation really beforehand is the recommended. So the idea of a home study pack is not only a good way to prepare, it means that the one-day live course is all about the practical side of Reiki. Yes. Practicing the meditations and exercises in a group, receiving empowerments, and getting to receive and give a full Reiki treatment with fellow students so in levels one and two can be done quite closely together there's no set time scale though anyone that wants to be adventurous and go on to reiki master level we do recommend they give at least six seven months in between if not longer i mean my personal one was five years gosh it never entered my head really (laughs) and then all of a sudden the light bulb went on one morning and i thought i want to be a reiki master teacher i want to pass this on (laughs) Fantastic. <laughs> so, and you have been doing that really well, passing it on. For 11 you? years now, yes, yeah. So the opportunity to carry on and do the Reiki Master course is always there, but it's not necessary if you're happy at the stage that you're at. Yeah, fantastic. So does everyone benefit from receiving Reiki? Yes, basically. Simply because it's a simple technique and it's carried out by the practitioner for the highest good of their clients. So there can only be positive changes for that person. Everyone's needs are different and the Reiki just takes itself to where it's needed most, whether it be for an emotional or a physical benefit of the client. Usually anything from four to six sessions can bring about huge changes for people. And I know this isn't on the questions, Annie, but (laughs) (laughs) what is it? Because I'm a spiritual healer and I know I did training Reiki as well but I am a spiritual healer and I predominantly use my spiritual healing. So people listening, what is the difference between Reiki and spiritual healing? In my view, mm-hmm. with spiritual healing, I connect to my guides and oh, I okay. channel yeah. and I bring um, the healing energy mm. through. Um, I'm the channel and my, my guides bring that through. How does that, what's different to that with Reiki? Well, with Reiki, you connect to the Reiki source. So, so you are the channel for the energy to come down through your own body, through your crown, yes. down into your hands, yes. down to the dantian, which is just below the, the navel. And then the, the 
Reiki is channeled out through your hands to the clients for their highest good. So you're not connecting. I'm not saying guides don't help. Yes. I'm personally, they, I'm absolutely they positive that they do. Yes. But, you know, if someone is not at that spiritual level where they think of themselves as having spiritual guides as well, yes. then who knows? Who well, knows? It's, it's more earthy, I'm going to say. It's mm. more earthy because yeah. when, when you're earth down, you're not really looking what you're connected to. And with when you're connecting to like mediumship or spiritual healing, you sort of know who you're connecting to. So it's exactly, slightly because you're making that connection with your spirit guides. Yeah. So it's slightly mm. different in that slightly way. Slightly different in that way. But mm. as I say, as a Reiki practitioner, I don't doubt for one minute there's some help coming from somewhere. Yes, no, absolutely. <laughs> but it's just a different way of doing it, isn't it? Of course it, it is. Yeah, it's mm. just a different way of channeling the energy. Yeah. So finally, Annie, where can people find you and what are you offering at this time? Well, I do offer one-to-one treatments at home in Bexhill. Um, though obviously from the past two years, I've had very, very few people actually come to the house. It's only just starting up again. Um, but I do find that it can be carried out via Skype or Zoom if preferred. Yes. A Reiki treatment. It works just as just yes. as well using a distant healing connection. I also uh, do training in small groups by either booking directly with me via the psychicclinic.co.uk or via reikievolution.co.uk. And... Um, and people can then, we can either do it on Zoom, Skype, or whatever really suits. Yes. I'm open to anything. <laughs> now, you are the distant healing queen. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> and so how does that work briefly? Because with distant healing, it's slightly different than having a Zoom. You do get your clients to lie down and sort of do a time? Sometimes, but also because Reiki is sent out for the highest good of the client, mm. that person doesn't necessarily have to be involved. Right. So, I mean, I've got clients in America. I carry out distant healing sessions with them because of the time difference when they're asleep. Yes. So they're not aware of it even until they wake up. Yes. Um, and then we can also send it out in advance. So then they can connect to it when they wake up and just say, I accept the healing. Yes. And it will come down from the ether. Yes. And it will have just the same effect. It's very powerful, distant healing, very, isn't it? Very, very. And again, it was something I hadn't really thought about until the pandemic. Yes. And uh, see, there's a lot of good come out of this pandemic, really. Yes. <laughs> um, and then we started using more and more distance, more and more distant healing. And then it got to not only Zoom and Skype, and people are saying, well, I'm in America. Is that all right? I'm in Canada. I'm in New Zealand. Yes. And yes, yes, it's yes. all working perfectly well still yes. at the moment. And when you do distant healing, do you need a photo? How does it work? Do you have? I like a photo and I like Mm. to know the person's name. And I use that photo as my conduit, if you like. Yes. Um, My connection with that client. Fantastic. So where again can people find you? So on the psychic clinic dot com on the website and he is on there um but you oh, can sorry also... i said psychicclinic.co.uk before is it .com? well it's both it's psychic <laughs> <laughs> it is both <laughs> or you can contact annie on 07944 so thank you very much annie harmstone you're for welcome coming on the spiritual you're surgery welcome. podcast and i hope that has given you in insight um to reiki and how it works. Thank you very much indeed. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for joining us on the Spiritual Surgery Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, just send us an email to spiritualsurgery at thepsychicclinic.com. Thank you.